Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome to the Wii Podcast. My name is Shabazz, and I'm going to be one of your hosts. Alongside me, I've got the fat airplane himself, Daniel. <laughs> oh, you're, wearing, man. You're, you're wearing a Buzz Lightyear shirt. You, you pretty much you, man. you made me. You made me say it. No, because this is the thing. I forgot I was wearing a Buzz shirt. First of all, okay. even though we were just talking about it. Second of all, <laughs> you paused for like a little too long after you said the fat. <laughs> I, you paused I was shocked. Long. I was like, Anthony's face, oh we gosh. rolled back the tape. He was like, oh, what? So, okay, thank you for. Thank you for what? Not insulting me and then giving me childhood trauma. Again, oh, I, so. I was just trying to. It was a reference to our previous episode. That's it, all it I was, was trying to do. It was a, yeah, it was a deep cut. And you wore the shirt to my heart. Yeah, yeah. You wore the shirt. Today I did too. wear the shirt. Plus, your mom called you that when I saw you walking around. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, and this, and uh, the meatball marinara himself, I've got me beside. Well, got beside me here is Anthony. Anthony, how you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? <laughs> good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Calling fat people fat people today. Oh, wow. Whoa, wow. That's, that's, wait a second. Wait, that is so up. much harsher Hold than what I said. I, I referenced you call me a meatball. Yeah, okay. meatball marinara because it's Italian, right? Not really. <laughs> what would you say it is then? It's like Italian-American. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, there we go. I'm sorry. You forgot the American I part. forgot the American, forgot part. The American That's, part. That is my fault. Uh, yeah, so, Daniel, besides whatever just attacked... <laughs> just attacked. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> How are you feeling? I'm great, man. Honestly, like, quick little plug. Just got a oh. new TV. <laughs> okay. And it is wonderful. Uh, yeah, I also just... I followed your advice, and I uh, picked up the same TV. I had such a steal. I didn't steal it, sorry. Wait, was it, was it, like, steal. on sale or something? It was, like, a ridiculous sale. Yeah, so literally, so we... The TV oh. I got was an LG or Shea as well. Yeah. It was an LG uh, B8 OLED TV. So I've had this eye, my eye on this TV for like years. Yes. Right? And every year they upgrade and everything. So I got the 2018 model, which I don't really care which one it is as long as it's OLED. But like the, the price that we got it at is like more than half off. Yeah. So it was just, I could not buy it. Hmm. So and, and the funniest part is that there was no like indication of this price listed anywhere online. Yeah, it wasn't advertised. Is this price still available? No, online? it's it's I, so I literally walked into Costco. I've never seen OL, uh, like OLED TVs there first of all. And then I go in there and there it is and there's like two left. 
so I immediately messaged Shay. I'm like, yo, dude, look at the price of this. This is crazy. So I picked it up, and then Shay ended up getting his as well, too, at, I think, Best Buy. Yeah, I went to Best Buy, and I had them price match it. And even they were like... They were like cursing what at Shay. Like, <laughs> he was like the girl was just typing it in. The computer was catching on fire. She was like, yeah. I, I don't think I can go this low. And they I'm had like, to call you. Mr. Best Buy himself yeah. to get it. They approved. had like four managers, I think a private investigator. And a priest. Was there. there was a priest there as well, too. That's yeah. dope. I'm glad you joined the OLED family. We're all yeah. part of the OLED family. We're, we're, we're all part, part of, of it. Now, yeah. OLED. Why are you saying it like that? You sound like you're from the Goonies, like the. <laughs> hey, you guys! Hey, you guys! <laughs> I, I just did that. some gang he did signs, some, like the OLED gang sign. Yeah. Damn, that was, Man, that was okay. intense. Andrew, sure. how's your week been going? Uh, it's been well. Yeah, it's been you know same old. <laughs> okay. I haven't. I didn't buy any OLEDs. <laughs> no, uh, you're a good one though, man. So you're yeah, good. You already got one. Okay, what TV do you have again? Do you have the Sony Sony A1E. Bo- Tell our listeners what TV did you have before that? Yeah. Before my Sony A1E, I went. I came from a Samsung DLP, which Jeez. is like a projector, like the back projector. Yes. Giant TVs that everybody yes. had in their basement. Every foreign family had in their basement. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So at that time, which was 2003, I think that's when the Xbox 360 came out. 360 came out 20, 2005. 2005. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. So 2005. I bought my Xbox 360 and didn't realize I had to have an HD television, so I yeah. bought my DLP. Nice. Then I invested some money in my Sony A1E, which is beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. How long have you had the, the Sony one for? I'm gonna. Uh, it was a year last year, so going on almost two years. There we December. Go. All right. November. Yeah. No, December. Awesome. November. Okay. Happy to be part of the OLED team. So, <laughs> nice. team OLED. Yeah, man. Awesome. And as always, guys, you can catch a new episode of the movie podcast every Monday across all your favorite podcast services. If you want to be a part of this show and give us your comments, suggestions, and corrections, you can head over to thistimewith.com slash talk, which just got a brand new facelift as well. It did. And it looks great. Got no some longer plastic surgery. Plastic surgery. <laughs> old Hollywood treatment, you know, neck and uh, face tuck or whatever they call it. Uh, what do they call tummy it? tuck? No, uh, nip tuck. Nip, nip. Well, nip tuck, but they like they get their face pull, pull back. Yeah, yeah. Facelift. 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 That's oh. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Face off. <laughs> face off. Face, face off. Yeah. So like you could you could check it out. No, it's no longer a Google form, so it should not give you any errors if you were viruses trying. or <laughs> steal your information, <laughs> or captures, yeah. um, or lead you to yeah. So it's it's nice and sites. streamlined now. Uh, if you click on the movie podcasts logo mm-hmm. on it, it will actually bring you to the movie podcast site, which we're working on as well. Um, yeah, so write into us because we yeah. love hearing from you. Yeah, yeah and, and in this week's episode, we're going to be going back in time, 20 years into the past, to 1999, the wildest, craziest time period of anyone's life, I think. Yeah. Who is still alive. Yeah. Uh, Why probably, 20 years ago, though? Why 20 years ago? Yeah. Guess what? What? 20th episode, baby. 20th episode. 20th episode. We made it, guys. 20th made episode. It. Let's just stop Who here. Who thought? Who thought that we would have made it to 20 episodes? Here. We did it, though. Yeah. 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 Technically 22. Technically 22. If we count our test episodes. But we don't. But we don't count those. So screw you. So this is our 20th. Yeah, this is 20. Yeah. This is a good one. I like 20. 20 is good. 20 is a good age. Yeah, it's, it's a good when age. you kind of start figuring some stuff out. No, you don't figure it no. out until no. you're like dead. So. Wow. <laughs> wow. So you haven't figured anything out yet? No. I don't think anybody knows anything. Yeah, no. I don't think yeah. no one. Yeah. What podcast is this again? I don't, uh, this <laughs> is the, the life uh, crushing dreams moment. So let's. Uh, the fat airplane himself. <laughs> Let's cut open our little envelope here to the oh, mailbag. Thank you for an envelope. <laughs> <laughs> was there a Eddie snake? Is on some, I don't know what's in the water we gave him today. Was there a snake <laughs> in that envelope of yours? No, it's a cut sound. <laughs> and then oh. what came out of it? Yeah, but... Oh. 
Yeah, okay. okay. Is so, it wet? Is yeah, it, it's it wet. wet. <laughs> Welcome to the ASMR <laughs> movie podcast. Uh, <laughs> it went. <laughs> it sounded a little wet, like it was, it was in the like wet. like in a hurricane. Speaking of hurricanes, oh, Nate uh, says with the recent release of Crawl, which is a cross genre filmmaking f- film mixing the monster horror disaster genres. What are your favorite? Uh, well, say hold on. Let me try this question again because I think I messed that up. <laughs> yeah, let's with, with the re- with the recent release of Crawl, the new film that just came out. Um, that's the alligators or crocodiles in the, in the hurricane. Yeah, yes. in the hurricane, which is actually doing really which well. Which is great, great reviews. reviews. Yeah, uh, it's a cross genre film that's mixing the monster horror and disaster genres. What are some of your favorite cross cross genre movies? For me, I love Ten Cloverfield Lane as it was a perfect mix of both monster movie and sci fi thriller. That's Nate. Yeah, thank you, Nate, for the question and thanks for yeah, giving thank you, us Nate. your um, answer answer as well too. Because yeah. sometimes we get questions, but we want to hear your answers. We want to hear well. the answers too. Uh, so I'll, I'll go first. Um, my for, my cross genre movie is, and I recently watched it, and I was still blown away about like just the premise of the whole movie is Bone Tomahawk because it was a western. That turned into a horror, which I've never experienced before. And that was with and it uh, was Kurt really, Russell, right? Yeah, it was Kurt Russell um, and doo, 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 Matthew Fox. Yeah. So, there, so this director, he just he did the one with Vince Vaughn, the Rumble and Cell Block ninety nine, I think it's yes. called. Or, yeah. Something like that, and then he has another S. one. Craig coming. Zaylor. Yeah. So he's doing like a bunch of like movies that are getting like this giant cult following. So yeah. I, I still I still have it on my list to watch. I got to do it. But yeah, it was it was so surprising. To watch a, a western turn into a horror yeah. and I've never experienced. Is that there before. some like and intense was, moments though in it? So intense, really. Eh? It was really well done. It wasn't like a cheesy like um, what's that? Like cowboy spaghetti western sci-fi cowboy versus aliens. Yeah, cowboy versus aliens. That's John a brush on her for sure. Oh, yeah. that was John a Favreau movie. That was a Favreau joint. Stick to your panini press, Favreau. Oh. <laughs> What a weird insult. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, Chef Favreau. <laughs> Stick to your damn panini press. I was, trying to, I was trying to remember his grilled cheese, but I couldn't remember it. Uh-oh. No, Favreau's a good yeah, yeah. He's making Cubanos. Cubanos sandwiches? Yeah. Cubanos. His panini press. <laughs> panini press. Stick to your damn, like, stick it right oh here. My right? Stick it right here. Uh, <laughs> Daniel, what about I'll yourself? I'll take the next one, yeah. <laughs> I don't know I'm going to top this one. Don't insult John um, Favreau, though. So I was thinking, like, when I was originally when we originally got this question, I was thinking of the movie 50-50, which is the one with Seth Rogen and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Where, Great film. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt gets cancer in it, and Seth Rogen is basically, like, being his wingman through everything, trying to, like, keep his spirits up while also dealing, being with his friend while dealing he was also with... Like, he was also very much, like, writing off the coattails of yeah. his cancer. Yeah. <laughs> really so, using it as, like, his leverage to get with girls. Yeah, so, it's like, mm. it reminded me a lot of, like, what John Hughes' movies are. Like, th- there's a lot of comedy to them, obviously, but there's also, like, that level of drama. Um, also, Anthony, you inspired me with this one because you also just saw Rocket Man, which I loved and yep. Shay loved. Uh, and I think Rocket Man is a really cool blend of, like, biopic but also a musical mm-hmm. so i really liked how they did that with uh, Rockman. So, yeah. yeah shay what about you uh one of one, one of the ones that really sticks out to me is uh, the guest starring dan stevens yeah uh and when i look back at that film it's it's got the like storyboard and template of a horror movie but it's filmed as like an action thriller really weird movie but it's one of those weird movies that i remember when we watch it we couldn't stop we couldn't yeah. look away we were just like okay we don't want to watch this then we put it on yeah. and we just kept every scene we were like well what's gonna happen next and i'm like hey do you feel like horror movie vibes from this yeah. right now and then when i looked further into it yeah that's they literally wrote it as a horror film is it, bl- it blue house that did it uh you know what i'll have to take a look into that okay. um but um yeah 
great, great film again. And this, and the music in the film was, was oh, great it's, it's as up well. there with Drive with having like that, that, that synth, synth synth wave uh, soundtrack that is just keeping you on the edge of your seat the entire time. Yeah. And Dan Stevens is great. I'm surprised. Like he obviously was Beast in Beauty and the Beast a couple years ago, but I'm surprised we haven't seen more of him. In like bigger movies now because he's doing Legion right on uh, FX. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But, he's also in um, Downton Abbey, I believe. Yeah, it was Downton yeah. Abbey as well. Yeah. That picture, him? that poster of him, he looks so different than what he looks like in real life. He looks very menacing and on the on the guest poster the, on the guest yeah, poster. Yeah. He was very, also like really. He was a fat airplane too growing up for sure, and he he like totally transformed to how he looked. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he yeah. was very, he was very chubby. Yeah, in, he was a, um, in Downton Abbey. How do you guys Abbey. know? Know this just because well, I remember when we were when we were watching the guests and looking him up. All the pictures of him were like, of because I, I never I yeah. never seen him before the guest. Yeah, and I, least... and we never watched Downton Abbey, right? So exactly. when we were looking him up, we're like, oh, I'm like, oh, oh he, he, he in, got in, in the show. Supposedly, like that was his character. He was he was a chubby guy, and when he lost all the weight and became, I guess, quote unquote, buff for the guest. Yeah, hmm. um, yeah. We should do an episode on um, actors who lost weight. Christian Bale. That's <laughs> the it. whole the he, whole episode. He just lost all the weight in the world. He lost or enough like, weight or, or, for everybody. Or like movie transformations or actors who lost weight. Yeah, movie or, transformations is because I can. Yeah, movie could, transformations. Because uh, really I feel like if we just do an episode on actors who started gaining <laughs> yeah, weight. Like we're just, I don't think that's that Jenny, nice. Jenny, Jenny Craig sponsored episode. <laughs> yeah, Kristen Alley. Kristen Alley, you know, she just yeah. uh, lost a lot of weight and yeah, gained yeah. it again. Uh, it wasn't Bloomhouse. It wasn't Bloomhouse. Picture House, yeah. yeah, Picture House and Universal. Yeah, yeah. but it seems like a Bloomhouse type movie. It does seem like a Bloom or A two four or A two four. Yeah, A two four. Yeah. Uh, another film that also, and we're gonna be talking about this later, that stood stood out to me as well was um, Hereditary and Midsummer. They are horror films, but they are masquerading almost as psychological thrillers. Yep. And uh, we'll talk more about Midsummer as, as when we talk about um, what we watched this week. Sounds good to me. So let's jump into the news. Oh, we're getting we're we're, so we're just good. on key now, guys. Which is so good. We're so good. So, uh, Daniel, you want to start us off with the first uh, story? Yeah, let's do it. So, friends to leave Netflix for Warner Media's HBO Max streaming service in 2020. So, who's we, it coming from? So, this is coming from. I apologize. This is coming from Todd Spangler of Variety. So, we knew Warner Brothers was working on a streaming service for a while now. We've had a couple stories from episodes back of what stuff that's going to be coming to them. Um, we knew Friends was going to be leaving Netflix after they spent, what is it, $100 million Something last like year? That, yeah. Um, so now we're getting confirmation, obviously, that Friends is leaving Netflix. And now we have Warner Brothers' official unveiling of their new streaming service, which they're going to be calling HBO Max. What do you guys think? The name? It's a strange... It's a strange name. Didn't you guess this name? I think you said something like HBO Plus or like Warner Bros. Max or Warner Bros. Well, Plus. Not really. I didn't even know Warner Brothers owned HBO. No, but, oh, you, didn't know but that? You, you called it like Warner Bros. Plus or something, I think, right? As a joke before. I don't know. Maybe. I don't remember. I mean, c- c- keeping with the consistency of like yeah. Disney All Plus the, and yeah. Apple TV Plus. plus and, and but Max. what's another way of saying Plus? Max. Max, yeah. You know? yeah. It's like the 10S Max. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, plus. It's, inter- it's interesting they're going with the HBO branding. Yeah, that's this. what I was. Because, instead of Warner Brothers. Yeah, because when you think of HBO. I don't immediately think of. I never think of HBO. And I don't. Warner I don't together. think of Warner Brothers. Yeah. I don't think of Harry Potter and yeah. Superman and Batman. Yeah. And all of that stuff. So it feels like they're just like, hey, you know what? HBO is at least known for quality content. Maybe that's why they're trying to 
to have that branding for it. Yeah. It's a strange name. I would still call it Warner Brothers. Yeah. Or Warner, Warner Brothers Stream. Or <laughs> WB Stream. I feel WB. like Warner Brothers Stream sends uh, like a location almost. Yeah. Like, oh, this is Warner Brothers Stream. And right over there is Warner Brothers Park. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there's the Warner Brothers Meadow right down yeah, there. But yeah. I think when you look at HBO Max, that sounds like a streaming platform. Yeah, it sounds like it's, I can it's very it. like an app. Focus, yeah, but then right? you, you think of TV. Yes. Yeah. You don't you think do. of film. You don't think you of don't film. Think Not of at all. No. You or, or you, you don't but, even think of Warner Brothers. Yeah, but when I think of no. Netflix, I think of... I don't think of everything that Netflix has either. Like, Netflix just kind of, like, lost its It's meaning. lost its identity a little It just kind of looks... It's like a st- streaming to me now. That's where, like, Netflix is like a It's become just, verb, like, right? their original content. And even their original content, I don't know what's a movie and what's a show. Yeah. I, I literally have to... I was just doing this for... Uh, there's a show on Netflix. And that's the thing. With Netflix, they have so much content being pumped on there. There's a new show called The Beats. With, okay. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the Anthony um, Mackie. No, no, and Anderson. Anderson, yeah. yeah. And it's like I'm like, oh, is this a movie or is this a TV show? And I had to like click on it. I'm like, okay, it's a movie. So it's like it's. I just I'm curious what Warner Brothers' plans are with this because we know they have tons of content. They have so much things that they're going to be putting on this that are taking them taking from Netflix. Uh, it's just yeah. No, they haven't announced pricing yet, but I no. think they're I think they were aiming around like the fifteen to sixteen dollar mark. That's a nah. high. Uh, that's too nah, high to start. Yeah, I'm not going. Like, I'm not us, paying that. Get, a, get us Ugh. in at a cheaper price, and then a couple. Because that Canadian, road, right? that's like what twenty. That's like I think that's, that's like much I pay for. That's how much I pay for Crave. Yeah, and I'm paying nineteen dollars for Crave. So this, do we even know if this is going to be replacing Crave? I don't here? think it'll be doing much for Canada at all because yeah, of Bell's so licensing with HBO. It's just such a like. There's no way Bell's going to give up HBO. Yeah, but I, I mean, mean like, like eventually they'll have to. They'll yes. Eventually they'll have to, but. I like again. It's one of those things that this is going to come out, and for us here in Canada, like we're probably not going to get it at launch, or we'll get some watered down version of it. So yeah. does that mean that Netflix Canada still gets to keep the license for Friends or Fresh Prince of Bel Air and I'm all that stuff? Because it is a different right system, right? Right, with the way the CRTC works yeah. and everything like that. Um, like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's cool seeing. I I like streaming services because they give us choice, right? Yeah. But now we're looking at Disney, Apple. NBC, Warner Brothers, uh, Netflix. There's so many now that at the end of the day, it's even though we have choice of what we want to watch, it's getting up there with cable prices, right? Yeah. Do you think there'll be like a system where you pay for one service that gives you all of these or no. gives you three or four of these? Never. You know, like a bundle pack? I would love it, but I don't think we'll ever. Uh, maybe down the road, maybe. But I don't think they'll. Because who's going to be in charge of that? You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm just, who's, but like, who's going to pay for all these streaming services? You know, like, you might as well just get cable. Listen, when, once Disney buys everybody, then we'll have them all. Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. It's a, it's a crazy world we're living in, right? Streaming services, like, I feel like every episode, there's another one being introduced. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Speaking of uh, licenses. Yes. uh, Someone's getting a license to kill. Uh, Daniel, uh, and Anthony, do you want to... Dive into the next story for us. Yeah, so this just came down the wire yeah. about what three hours ago, three four hours, hour, three four, four hours, hours ago, ago today. Yeah. Uh, and if you're listening to this, this is about the afternoon on a Sunday. Um, actress Lashana Lynch is the new 007 in the upcoming James Bond film, and this is from Luke Darby of GQ. Now this is still pretty. Um, this is still, still pretty fresh. Still pretty fresh. Rumorish. Rumorish. This, is like a, this is like a plot of the movie. Yes. It, what it sounds like it sounds like a leak that's that's happened, right? So yeah. La- Lashana Lynch yeah. is going to be playing 007. Right. Like the she has that code She's name. The, the moniker, mantle. Yeah. The moniker the, of 007. And I'm guessing 
James Bond. Yeah. Daniel Craig. Seems to be maybe out of... So, in... Maybe in retirement or... A, you know, so supposedly AWOL. at the end of Spectre, which we, we clearly all, don't we, remember, we anymore. don't remember. Yeah. We yeah. saw it together. He, yeah. he retires. retires. Yeah, did he? I guess I, I again, do not remember the ending of that film. Once. Was that the one where MI6 was blown up? That was no, that was Skyfall. Oh. That was Skyfall. Okay, was my bad. Yeah, yeah. Spectre's the one where it starts with, with the Christoph Waltz. Yeah. Christoph Waltz. Yeah, yeah, yeah who yeah, again is rumored to apparently he was on set filming for this one, so he's coming back as. Um, Blau, Blaufeld? Blaufeld? Yeah. So at the moment right now, the, the idea is that um, there's a scene where M says, you know, come on in 007 and Lashana walks in and basically it's supposed to be a pivotal moment that she has now taken over the, the name of 007. But, I mean, I don't know how integral to the plot this is. It was just going to be one of those things where like she's like, oh, I don't need the help of uh, the former 007. Right. You know, like the typical Yeah, I'm surprised stuff. it also wasn't Naomi Harris as well, too. Well, she's money pennies, so... Yeah, but, like, because even then, like, she is an agent mm-hmm. now, right? So, like, I could have seen them even giving her the role, because at least she's Unless she's already up. got it, right? And then, maybe, like, yeah. Maybe, yeah. She's, true. like, 006 for all, you know. Honestly, like, eight. when when this news broke today, I was like, man, I need to find a way to watch Spectre again, because, like... Is this, is this, like, a... Is this supposed to be... Is this a leak, or is this something that... It's a rumor. Yeah. Leak so they're slash, like, is this what the the studio wants people to know about? So this this hasn't come out yet. Like the James Bond Twitter hasn't tweeted about it. Uh, not any of the, like the big big uh, like variety Hollywood reporters. These are, they aren't really reporting because this seems like a leaked film plot. Mm. This is so coming from the we, the Sunday Mail or yeah. So, so we're again, just reporting. Take it with a grain of salt. We're just we saying this a, as like, oh, this is interesting. If this does happen, it, yeah. we're not trying to dive too deep into it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, but that would be a cool. It's definitely, it's definitely a, like twist. A, a twist, like what's going to happen in the movie, right? And I, 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 again, like we're seeing this flame come alive on on social media because people are upset that somebody else has the James Bond. Oh, sorry, the 007 moniker. But again, she's not playing James Bond. It's yeah. just a the title of it. Obviously, yeah. it's synonymous with James Bond. Yeah. But if it makes sense within the movie, then it doesn't really matter, right? You know, because so, yeah. he's. Like you don't watch James Bond for the 007 marker. Yeah, like it's, watch, obviously, it's obviously part of him, but it's like they call him 0022. I don't give a shit. Yeah, as, as long James as he's Bond, as he's James Bond. He's James 00 Bond. 003000. Right? <laughs> I don't know if that would be. I think it's just three letters. Three That's numbers, a, so. a, it's three a characters. Long, so he yeah. could just be like he'd be just yeah, 022. <laughs> yeah, I would call him 002,562,000. By the time you That's, reach him on the comms, man, dude, he's, he's dead. If he's trying to say his name, he's only getting shot. <laughs> what, uh, yeah. What's your uh, moniker? Uh, 002,700. Just recite all the decimals of pi. Yeah. 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 Uh, we'll keep Speaking an eye on this, yeah. of pi. Pi? Yeah. Gary Oldman <laughs> is to star okay. in David Fincher's biopic of Citizen King co-writer Herman Mankiv. Okay. Kishwitz? Mankiewicz? The reason why I was trying to go there is yeah. um, he ate a lot of pie. I was going to say, so I was, I, was, I was trying to break this down in my head. So I'm like, uh, okay, mm-hmm. Gary Oldman, pie. Yeah. He played Winston Churchill, yeah, yeah. who he had to gain weight for. Yeah, yeah. He ate a lot of pies. Yes. Is that where you're going with it? I don't know, fat airplane. You tell me, all right? Listen, man, I don't <laughs> like pie. <laughs> Yo, but isn't that all prosthetic? Yeah, most of no, it was. Yeah, but he, he gained some weight, but he, he put on... A, he gained weight? No, no he, but he put he wore a prosthetic suit for it. Yeah. yeah. Or a fat airplane suit, I heard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this is uh, <laughs> this is coming from our good old boy. Oh, Boris Kidd. Boris Kidd. It's not a movie podcast episode without, without Boris. Boris. We should have Boris on the episode one day. Boris, if you come to town, if you're listening if to you're this, if you, come to, if you come to town for TIFF, yo, 
be on the podcast, yeah. man. Yeah, man. Or he let liked, us interview you. He liked my tweet. I, I I tweeted at him. I'm like, listen, Boris. I didn't say this. I just said, Boris, it's not a movie podcast episode without you. And then he liked it. He yeah. didn't respond, though. From the Hollywood Reporter. I may be blocked. Like, I block know. this guy. I'm going to like it, then mute him. He sent that, uh, the two eye emojis. Like, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> uh, but Gary Oldman and David Fincher, we've talked... Hours yeah. and hours about David Fincher. We love him. Uh, they're teaming up to tell the story of Herman Mankiewicz, Kiewicz, the new Superman turned screenwriter who is best known for collaborating with Orson Welles on Citizen Kane. Uh, Mank, the nickname for Mankiewicz, is set up at Netflix with Fincher making his next feature film uh, to shoot in the fall. So Finally. <laughs> he's, he's had, he's, if he hasn't done a movie since Gone Girl. Too long, man. Yeah. Like, he's obviously worked on stuff. Yes. He's producing... Doing, um, Mindhunter he was uh, so executive for. on House of Cards. Yeah. But again, I want to see a David Fincher movie. Yeah. The I one don't. detail that's really cool about this film is his father is writing the script. Yeah, it's very cool. So Jack Fincher is um, writing the script for the film. That's pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah. And so, apparently he's been trying to get it done yeah. for like years. So that it's like he's obviously had this part of him. It's been for a, a long while, journey right? for him because he wanted to yeah. get it done. I think right after um, the game. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what the story is with and why it's so why worthy it's so, of yeah. a of a movie. Because Be- usually Fincher has like these twists and these like really intense plots in right. his movies. So a film that's almost like a biopic, it's it's hard to see what he's going to do with it. I yeah. did some research on this guy. He was um, he was like during the 30s and 40s. He would crank out like three to four scripts a year, so I, I, which is a, very like you can't even get one script a year. Yeah. Nowadays, he was cranking out from 1930 I, to 1945. He cranked out like 40 scripts. It's crazy, right? He what was a, like, what a time of this Hollywood was during that was. Golden Age. Golden age. So he kind of set the precedent of like script writing. Yeah, amazing. for Hollywood, he really did. That's really cool. And he and he helped create Citizen Kane, which I still don't know anything about. I saw, I've seen oh, that's it a, once. That's a movie that I've never watched. Yeah, we, I think we spoke I. about it, right? On movies we never. I watched it once in uh, in my film class. Of course. Yeah, like where else are you yeah. gonna watch Citizen Kane? Really? Uh, and like again, it's not a movie I really remember much about. Rosebud. Rosebud. Yeah. And then that was the name of a sled, I think. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, so it's happening. Kane. It's gonna be in black and white as well too, and. Oh, is it really? I, it's going to be in black and white, oh, and it's yeah, it it's is. interesting that like obviously David Fincher is an, a, f- a fantastic director, and he obviously has a lot of clout with Netflix now. I think Netflix is just going to throw him money, and he's going to do whatever he wants. I just so. want to see a Fincher film in theaters, though. Like, Me too. I just want to go to the theater to see. We're a going to be getting uh, the Irishman this fall as well, too, which yeah. we still haven't seen anything from <laughs> except for that one that teaser one trailer of the teaser trailer shell the bo- yeah, that didn't show any showing. that didn't show yeah. any footage. Yeah, yeah. so. Uh, that's apparently going to be getting a theater release again. That's a topic for another time, but it's a topic for another time. Yeah, crazy, yeah. Crazy, crazy times, crazy, crazy times, times in. in crazy. Speaking times. of names that sound like David Fincher, Dexter Fletcher is directing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, Sherlock Holmes three. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah, again, like uh, director of Rocket Man, and yep. took over for Brian Singer for Bohemian Rhapsody. Yep. Um, it's nice to get some new blood in there because obviously Guy Ritchie's done two of these movies. Did and you guys ask for this, by the way? For uh, Sherlock Holmes, it's been in development hell for no. for years. It's been ten years now, almost ten years. Yeah, 2011 was like uh, Game of Shadows. Yeah, and by the time this comes out, it will probably be 2021, 2022. So yeah, ten years. In yeah, between. they're aiming for t- 2021, which is ten years. Ten years in between this. Like that's crazy. We also, need, ten years. On. Oh my god. 
we can move on. Yeah, I think I think like the way the the second one ended with kind of a cliffhanger because like remember, apparently yeah. like Sherlock Holmes like dies in it and then he's like he comes back at the end, which is which is what happens in like almost every yeah. Sherlock Holmes so it's novel like as well. Like I could see why because Robert Downey Jr. has been so bankable and because he's been in the MCU so much he hasn't been able to. But I also be feel Sherlock like we Holmes, don't but... need this many Sherlock Holmes movies. Like to me, Sherlock Holmes isn't a James Bond. Or yeah, we were just a, talking about Ethan it with uh, Henry Cavill's gonna be. James. Yeah, with uh, Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, and then Ian McKellen played And then him. Sherlock Gnome, and, for all we know, yeah, is coming out soon. Another Sherlock Gnome, who's at, what is actually, it's funny, is actually produced by uh, Elton John. Oh, yeah? He Which produced one? Uh, Sherlock Gnomes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his, 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 <laughs> little child he got, he got it. it. He yeah, got I get it. His uh, production company, Rocket Films, is, uh, oh, he does, oh, produces oh, that way. But yeah, I hope it's good. I Maybe think we Dexter should Fletcher connect with uh, Ellen John. Maybe you can produce the podcast. Maybe, EJ? yeah. EJ, as we call him around here? Yeah, e- oh, you call him EJ. I call him I EJ. just call him E. Oh, that's too much. I call him Elton. Oh, you call oh. him Elton, eh? <laughs> Full name, eh? No, I call him Hercules. Oh. oh. Hercules, Hercules. Uh, so yeah, we'll see what yeah, happens. Yeah, no I one's going to watch this. I don't know. People, Robert Downey Jr. Maybe like British people. No, I love the Sherlock. Holmes. I liked Robert Downey Jr.'s Sherlock Holmes. I just think I it's so the far first gone. One, though. I didn't like Game of Shadows personally. Yeah, it wasn't the greatest. No, the first one's really good. But like, uh, but maybe some new blood is what this needs. Right? It, it does because I mean Guy Ritchie's style again was was great, and yeah. I love those moments of like when he's calculating in his head. Yeah, but I just think I think the second one came too quick because it was like literally Way two quick. years later. Yeah, and it just it just felt like a, a copy of the first one as mm-hmm. much, right? Like it just they leaned into that slow motion so much Very that much it so. didn't uh, feel as unique, but. Obviously, we'll watch it when it comes out, right? Yeah. We're not British, but we'll watch we'll, it. We'll watch it. <laughs> We're not British. We're not British. Uh, let's go through this casting call real quick here. So, Don Cheadle, he's joining Space Jam 2. Come on and slam! And welcome. What is he playing? He's not playing a basketball player. He's playing that guy basketball. cannot. He's probably, he's probably playing LeBron James' friend or something. Or, like, like, yeah, like maybe he's still Bill wearing Murray. the exoskeleton from. Uh, <laughs> From <laughs> Avengers, oh, okay, and he jumps really Ooh, high. Looking for this because I mean, Michael Jordan had Bill Murray and uh, Newman. And Newman, <laughs> I'll never, Newman. I'll never know his name. Yeah, the guy who was. Oh yeah, Newman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- those are his friends, and he had Larry Bird as his friend too. Right. But I mean, he's an actual basketball player. Uh, Samuel Jackson is joining. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> this is the weirdest thing I'm going to say today. Samuel Jackson is joining Chris Rock in the new Saw reboot. <laughs> cool. All right. It's just it's just Chris Rock yelling in a room. But like, did you guys ever think that this would ever happen? No, no. I thought like honestly, like, like I watched the first Saw with you. Yes, with Che. I'm pointing at Che. Yeah. And like, I liked it, but it's not a series that I'm like I have this love for. And I just we're like eight movies deep now in it. I've seen the spinoff as well too. Hollywood, if you're listening, if anyone picks up this podcast, we do not need any more reboots of anything. In the past forty or fifty years, yeah. Stop rebooting shit. Yeah. yeah. Start creating shit. Hundred percent. You're just making it's time money. to create new content. If you keep rebooting, no one's gonna watch it. It's so true. That's a that's a discussion for another day. That is. Let's that, look at it. And I agree with you. And hundred percent, we will dive deeper into that in another episode. I'm down. Uh, Tyrese Gibson, he's starring in The Inside Man that he also wrote and will produce. Is The Inside Man a remake of The Inside Man? I don't think so. Oh, oh I don't think, like Inside Man with um with the uh, Denzel, Denzel and uh, Clive Owen. I don't think so. No, oh, no. God. Yeah, but no, yeah, Tyrese. I was looking at anything right now. Make that money, Tyrese. Yeah, sure. But yeah, Tyrese. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Does he? he I've I never seen him in anything other than he's the Fast and Furious. Right? Sorry, he's still making songs. right? I think so. Uh, I thought he was bankrupt. <laughs> 
I think you. Um, yeah, I think there was that story that came out a while back that he needs. Like they need to make keep making fast. I need movies money because he needs money. Yeah. Woody Harrelson is going to be joining Mary Elizabeth Winstead in the Netflix assassin movie Kate. Yes. Mm. So yeah, I love Woody Harrelson. Did you did you see about Wimbledon? This he weekend? Was drunk? He yeah. Was drunk. So good. Yeah, that was really funny. I love Woody so much. Uh, and I love Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She's yeah. really pretty. And she's going to also be in uh, the Suicide, not Suicide Squad, sorry, the Harley Quinn and the Birds oh, the of Birds Prey. Of Prey. Is she yeah. in that? Oh, she's nice. in that, I believe. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Uh, let's jump into the box office. So, Spider-Man Far From Home, still number one. Still number one, it's yeah. nearing the $850 million worldwide. Uh, that's coming from Brad Brevet of Box Office Mojo. Yeah, it's killing it, man. It, made, the it made like $42 million this weekend. Yeah. Uh, Stuber and Crawl didn't do so hot. No. Toy Story 4 came in second this weekend again. Nice. But- um yeah i'm su- like i'm not surprised stuber is not doing the greatest i mean the name is awful I'm, i love awful. i love you kumel i love you dave batista but like awful name yeah awful made, name uh, for a movie. yeah stuber made about eight million and crawl did about 12 so crawl actually not bad came in third yeah yeah not what they i think they wanted more though for sure oh for sure but the money I mean, on that one the but hey man like a, when i saw this film i'm like this is trash yeah but apparently it's apparently well. it's doing fantastic yeah. review wise so yeah. yeah so let's see what happens um okay cool let's jump a little bit further into our trailers so we had maleficent mistress of evil yes yes that came out yeah we had dora okay yeah this dora trailer i'm not i'm not being like i'm not kidding you when i say this i don't mean to be like hyperbolic when i say this hyperbolic time chamber okay what does that mean hyperbolic like extreme like over the top with it i could have just said extreme yeah you could have said extreme this is probably one of the worst trailers I've seen in the last 10 years. So it's not your trailer of the week. So this is not, this is, so Charlie's Angels is better than this. Dude, Charlie's Angels is Citizen Kane. <laughs> Compared which you haven't seen it. Which is, no, no, but seriously, like this trailer just reminds me of like a movie, a TV movie from like 2003. Yeah. Because literally it ends with like a giant fart joke. Yeah. And I was just like, I, and it has a voiceover guy and I just, I couldn't believe what I was watching. No. It's just it looks Insane like a parody. It looks like a parody. It looks like a parody. It hundred percent looks like an epic, epic movie or disaster movie parody. Yeah. Of Dora the Explorer. hundred uh, percent. And we have Dark Slash Web or Dark Web. Yep. Or, or it's an Amazon movie or series. Uh, I think it's a movie. Okay. Yeah. And we have Freaks. Yes. And Lupin Three. Lupin Three has beautiful animation. Nice. It's really really cool animation. So check out the trailer if you cool. haven't seen it. Cool. And that yet. The Hunt. And that's it. That's it. What, did you guys see any trailers this week? No, I have not. I'm sorry. Did, like, guys. did I see any? Or did, I, like uh, any not, trailers? I've only seen The Hunt, Dora, and Maleficent. I'm honestly, and stick with me why I'm doing this. Dora is getting my trailer of the week because I don't. I want people to remember this trailer and never make anything like it again. Oh my goodness! Wow. Yeah. Damn. Right. That's that's savage. that's where I am right now with it. Damn. I just I literally I I watch it and like again I don't mean to sound pretentious or anything because I love. You don't want to sound like a you love Dora, eh? I I love Dora, dude. Are you kidding me? Dora's awesome. I've never watched Dora. Um, A full episode. I watched it with my cousins growing up. What? You didn't just say you watched it. Because I have young cousins. Young cousins? Young cousins. (laughs) You said cousins? I said, you don't have cousins? I'm not Portuguese. (laughs) (laughs) No, so this is the thing with Dora. Like, this trailer was so bad. Like, I felt, like, I felt offended after. It was really bad. As a filmmaker or as a, like a, like a no, just, like just, just as a human being, just as somebody, a human with, being. somebody with eyes. Oh man, like, and like ears. This, like first of all, why did they cast Danny Trejo as the monkey? All he's doing I is like, <laughs> that's all he's doing the whole time. Well, like, we have Danny Trejo in the studio right now. Yeah, so I, I don't like, get it. Like it was a weird choice. Yeah, I would rather have like Danny Trejo 
the villain. Yeah. yeah. 100%. And he's like just killing people with a machete. He's yeah. playing machete yeah. from, the, from the film. Hey, the cast yeah. is really good. Like, Renicio del Toro. What? He's, he's, too? he's playing Swiper. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Is he really? Swiper no swiping. Oh my god. That's so funny. Yeah, Michael uh, Pena. Michael yeah, Pena. Eva Longoria. Eva Longoria. Uh, the girl from Transformers. Yeah. Yeah. My God, and it's directed by David Fincher too. This is <laughs> what so he's been doing? Directed by he's... James Bobin. Yeah, what he's he the done? same guy who directed Muppets Most Wanted, The Muppets. Like the I Muppets like the was, was Muppets was Most Wanted. Uh, wait, Most Wanted is a sequel, right? Yeah. Sequel yeah. that was wasn't like, that good. The Muppets was the first really Muppets is yes. great. Yeah, yeah. first yeah. Muppets is great. I don't know, man. It, it, it happens. So you guys, sometimes you just have a right plot, you know, yeah. and he just does not have it. What do you? What's your trailer of the week, Shay? Uh, I'll probably give it to the hunt because it yeah. uh, it's a two four I believe, yep. and I always they always crank out something cool, and, and it looks interesting. I was going to say too. Um, we were talking about this a bit earlier, but this trailer actually debuted in theaters yes. in front of the in front of crawl. Yeah, and I and I love that because there was nothing like watching a, a watching a trailer for the first time on a big screen and being like. I this? had no idea what this what this was. Yeah, like now when we go to the theater, all of us, we were like, "Oh, this is this trailer." Or like, "Oh, we've already seen this." I'm trying to think. There was a trailer that gave in front of I think it was Ten Cloverfield Lane of all movies. I'm trying to remember what it was, but it was the first time that trailer debuted, and we were just like, "Whoa, what was that?" Like I've never heard of that before. Or maybe the trailer was for Ten Cloverfield Lane. It might have been. That, no, yeah, that's what it was. It was that's what it was. Yeah, in front s- of the Reverend, in front of the Revenant, I yeah, think it they, was. Yeah, they they dropped it randomly. They just dropped it, and we're just like, "Whoa, that looks really cool." Yeah, out this week. Rawr! Oh, we've got the Lion King. Okay. <laughs> so Lion King. Yes. Uh, Speaking early, of remakes, <laughs> early reviews are out for the Lion King already. And Yikes. usually when they drop early reviews, especially Disney, they're like confident as hell in them. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like Disney walking down the red carpet. Just swinging their big old lion tails lion around tails. and shaking their yeah. mittens, you know? Look at uh, me. Mixed. No. I mean, it's 50, 59 is mixed, though, right? No. It's hitting, hitting an average about six. Yeah, that's, six that's mixed. Ten. That's mixed. Because if it was negative, that's in the middle of one and ten. I get it, but, but it's, it's, it's you mixed. know, but like, it's just, it's just, but it, when you see that, obviously, it's, that's, it's it's low yeah. for it, but it's still considered mixed, right? Like right. Mixed, mixed to negative, right? It's right in the middle. Yeah. It's just wow! Didn't yeah. expect that. Yeah. But I mean, because like all the social media reactions were amazing for this. Yeah, their social media reactions were really good for it. And then the trail, the review started coming. What out. What does that mean? Wanted. Social media reaction. So like, before like, you could put your review out, right? Before you could give a, lifts. Be- before you could put an actual stamp grade on this, right? Yeah, you're allowed to tweet about it and be like, "Hey, hmm. Lion King is great. So much action, really cool. Stay tuned for the full review." So it's basically like the tease. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the full reviews came out. And I think the biggest thing that people are having a problem with is that it's almost too realistic. It's the lack of personality in the characters. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. not now, enough personality. A lot of the, a lot of like the the reviews that I was reading about in terms of um, the social media reactions, it almost just felt like there was something up because like some of them were like, they're like, yeah, it's really great, but do we need? And like it was almost like a, it was, yeah. it was almost a butt at the end of. Yeah, and I never used to see that a lot, like with um. Um, the like social media reactions yeah. for Disney films, but I kept seeing these butts every once in a while. I'm like, huh, okay, that's interesting. And then when that day that the rating dropped, I was like, wow, we're at 123 reviews right now, yeah. and it's at about 59 percent. 59 percent A lot of the a lot of the titles all begin or end with unnecessary, yeah, unnecessary and not needed. Yeah, and this is literally that's a theme of this 
generation of film right, right. right so now. this is a remake of probably the most beloved 2d yeah. animated film in the last 25 years yeah we have john favreau who's great you have an amazing cast behind this why isn't it landing with people because i think it's just not original enough it doesn't it's have a that, shot for shot it doesn't have the personality that the animated film did you look at spider-verse as a movie people say it's the greatest spider-man movie of all time why because it literally is one of the most unique things you'll ever see in terms of uh animation characters because that all blends that works because it's animated john favreau again who we love yeah went for a super hyper realistic version of the lion king and with that we're not getting something that looks unique it looks like i'm watching our planet yeah and i've been watching a lot of our planet this week because i just got an oled tv but it just doesn't look like unique enough yeah you know i mean seeing them seeing the lions talk and again we haven't watched it yet but seeing these lions talk and just seeing their mouths move like that it just it looks a little jarring because like you're it doesn't look natural for a a realistic (laughs) line to be doing that right i haven't seen a lion sing yet but personally you haven't seen uh, you haven't seen a lion sing no okay i was watching uh, childish gambino on or donald Glover Glover on kimmel on kimmel yeah and i was really excited to see a clip from the movie and then they played it and it was just so i'm like i didn't even like they, they were singing Hakuna Makatata, and i just couldn't connect with the movie i'm yeah. like they just looked their face looked so plain they had no like words like, were coming out yeah. but their face wasn't like, like the, showcasing like yeah. some music that, and and, you know, and this is the thing it, at the end of the day it's not a live action remake it's still animated yeah right so i think they could have leaned a little bit more again when we see it, we'll we'll have our own. I'm still trying to go in as for sure. open-minded as I possibly sure. yeah. can. Because, I mean, I love The Lion King. Yeah. I love Disney. I love John Favreau. So. Um, also, this is the going to be three of four live-action remakes for Disney this year. Yeah. Right? We had Dumbo. We had Aladdin. We have Lion King. Then we have Maleficent in October. Do you think when all this is said and done, there are live-action films... Um, they're going to maybe take a look and evaluate what they like, want. Do you to. think? Do you think they'll stand in terms of they'll have like some sort of like cultishship to it? Like you know, like when it comes to watching the Jungle Book yeah. or Aladdin or Mulan, you know, you always go back to those movies. Do you right. think this any of their live action films would have that go back feature? Like. Uh, oh, like that, like that, that, that you would watch this the live action remake over watching the animated. Not even like just you think they'll be praised do, oh, for do you any think, of their do you live think they'll action. Be appreciated like the originals were. Yeah, because even though Lion King came out what ninety four ninety four yeah not until like I don't know ninety five ninety six it started to like become that th- that that, that phenomenon made, you yeah. know. Um, I don't know. Again, like we're we're saying this as adults, quote unquote adults. Um, there are going to be kids who this is going to be their Lion King. Though this, you know, Mena Masood is going to be their Aladdin. You know what I mean? So like that's we won't know. Like for us, it's just going to be a live action remake of the ones that we grew up with. But for them, that's going to be what they want to see. You know what I mean? And we're it's, but it's yeah. it's hard to, it's hard to say. Yeah. And again, I I'm going to show my kids the original Lion King because that's that's yeah. one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Rather than the live action. Oh yeah, I think I'll to me this is like Disney. Of yeah. all the things Disney's done, this is their their misstep. Well, it is because if you look at the trend right now, so I guess the first one really was Cinderella. Cinderella right? was yeah. the uh, like not including like the Alice in Wonderlands and stuff like that. No, because Cinderella is when they kind of started. That's doing, when they, that's they started the, going. The ball, into, started the ball started to really start going. Yeah, right? they're like, okay, we're we're creating this 
remake center yeah. right now because um so C- cinderella is the one that has the highest rating so far it's sitting at 85 really yeah wow and I, actually that's so far i, I really the like only one that i enjoyed yeah. like i, I oh, really like jungle book well sorry jungle book as well so yeah. jungle book also has a pretty high rating too and i think those movies had the benefit of time as well yes right because they're from the 50s they're from the 50s and 60s those no movies, one remembered right? them right yeah. as much as and i'm sure the people that actually grew up with those films probably didn't even like the remakes maybe who knows maybe, maybe. we don't know right uh, Beauty and the Beast, which I didn't enjoy that much, that sits at about seventy percent, yeah, or seventy-one percent, and the rest of them are in the forties and fifties. Like yeah. Dumbo is at forty-eight. Dumbo, I did not enjoy. Yeah. Like this thing, there, there are some cool moments of it, but I don't think Dumbo as like when you see Dumbo and then you see uh, Dumbo, like Lion King, <laughs> like with Simba, like yeah. Simba looks like a real lion cub, and Dumbo, I guess, is the problem if they maybe went to authentic to the animated one because. He looks like the cartoon live action, but the CG doesn't look as nice, mm-hmm. right? So he looks, he just looks super like out of place well, with it, all the live action. It, it's characters. funny because I think we discussed this not too long ago that um, Disney as a studio, they're pummeling out all these high intensive CG films. Yeah. Do you think that they, you know, use their A A squad for like the higher films, like for CG producing, and then like use like the B squad and C squad to like make Dumbo and Aladdin? Because Aladdin CG also wasn't that great either. Mm-hmm. Oh, in terms of like their production houses yeah. they use? Yeah, like, I mean, because I mean, like, there's so many they're pumping out this year. Like, they probably use more resources towards yeah, Avengers. Because sure, you look at Avengers, like, they're using ILM and Weta. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, like, the other companies probably worked on them as well, too. Yeah. But maybe they outsource to other production houses, right? Mm-hmm. So that's definitely a factor. Yeah. Uh, we look at next year for Disney Slate. We have Mulan coming out. We have a Little Mermaid that's going into production. We have a live action Lady in the Tramp that's going to Disney streaming. Um, which I think is already done. I, I think they're, it's either done or being which worked I, on. Which I right honestly now. think is not going to be. Is it like Babe, where it's like no, a real animal? But I think it's going to be talk. like Pet Chihuahua Detective. Like it's going to look like <laughs> these dogs just like, just dogs, and they just animate the mouths. Yeah, like maybe. Just yeah. who cares? We'll see. I mean, we're we're in a weird time with with these movies, and obviously, like like I love Disney as like as a uh, studio. We all love Disney, yeah. um, but having. Having these come out, especially with movies that we're so like tied to, um, I'm really curious to see how we're going to react to when we see I'm, it this I'm week. I'm still excited for. Oh, Lion I'm King. Su- yeah. still super excited. Like, for even it. even with Aladdin, I didn't hate it. No. I was kind of like, oh, okay, it, well, it's it was, there. It's it's it was its own thing. Yeah, yeah. Like I I'll watch Aladdin when it comes to home release on Disney Plus. Yeah, uh, and then maybe maybe down the road again. I don't know. One but. thing that I would say, if Disney, you're listening. Hi, Disney. Um, revamp your. Your 2D animation studio. Like, bring it back. Bring to, it back. Bring it because back. Because 3D animation is hitting a plateau it is. where it's it's like you don't even care anymore. I'm sorry. Like, you don't. Like, you can see, like, explosions and all that. People are now wanting a, like, hand-drawn animation style that they have never experienced. I agree. And I think that's and, when you look at Spider-Verse. Don't, that's don't why I even so know that. Too, right? What's hand-drawn animation? Yeah. yeah. You know? I agree. Bring that nostalgic back. You'll make money. I'm telling you, Disney. Instead of making you heard his, listen, you heard first. Listen to Anthony. And Favreau, <laughs> stick to your panini press. <laughs> All right. Oh, what have you guys been watching this week? Hmm. <sighs> About two minutes of everything, as I alluded to at the beginning yeah. of the show. Just been testing every single movie I own that's available in Dolby Atmos nice. or 4K. Uh, but also, like, I've been obviously going through Smallville again, which is making me really want a proper Superman movie. Warner Brothers, please. Um, and The Crown. So I'm about... Two and a half years late to watching The Crown. Nice. I'm probably halfway through season one. Really oh. enjoying it. 
Really, really enjoying it. What do you think of the like the the cinematography? It's beautiful. It's probably one of the best cinematography. Like the production value of it. Uh, again, this is a Netflix show. The production value behind it and the the acting and obviously the score because Hans Zimmer wrote the the the, the opening the, the opening song and yeah. then Rupert uh, Gregson Wilson Wilson yeah who's also Hans Zimmer's like boy like. Does the score so it's so epic sounding? Yeah, um, but it looks beautiful. Like in the cinematography, is just stunning. there's a scene at the end of season one that is just it's it stayed with me because it's such a beautiful shot. Um, that yeah, I, I agree. The cinematography is phenomenal. Is yeah. it the car? No, it's on, on the boats. Oh, yeah. so yeah, I'm excited to uh, when the queen died. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I'm excited, and at least now because I'm getting into it now, season three. Now that it's done shooting. We'll get it sometime this year, and I won't have a long of a wait. But yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying yeah. it a lot. It's a good, yeah. it was a good show. Yeah. How about you guys? What have you guys been watching? Um, I've been watching Big Little Lies. I yeah. said Reese Witherspoon, Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman, Meryl uh, Streep, Mer- Laura, Laura Dern. That she's in the second season. Second season, yeah. So oh, you're, I'm, you I'm just still started. in the first okay, season. So yeah, Laura Dern, uh, Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz, yeah. And who's the other one? Who's the other one? She's. We said Nicole Kidman, right? Yeah, she's the younger one. She's the youngest of, well, Zoe Kravitz is the youngest. Forgot her name, but man, what a story! Really? Yeah, eh? it's. I think it's based on a book. I've only seen the first episode. Such a, such a. I didn't think I would enjoy it, and then I got into it, and man, I just I just see people freaking out on Twitter every week about it, especially now that Shailene Woodley. Yeah. Shailene Woodley. That's Woodley, it. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like the the, this, the, intrica- <laughs> the intricacy of these <laughs> women least. and how they all connect and what happens in this, you know, town of Monterey, which is in California yeah. and how they all deal with shit. Yeah. But, uh, Alexander Skarsgård is in it as well too, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, what I did realize watching this show is film has a huge problem. What's that? Oh, like, they, as in movies? Movies. Like, yeah. going to the theater, because I would have watched this show ten times more than anything I've seen in the movies this year. Really, eh? Yeah. And, like, you could say it with The Crown. You could say it with, um, what was it? Stranger Euphoria, Things? Stranger Things. TV is, it's like, coming for it's, blood, man. If, if I were to say what's the best picture this year, it's going to be a TV show. And that's really? the crazy thing. This and is, it's just phenomenal. Like, it, everything is so good. And I love that because you know why? It's accessible now. Yeah. You know, HBO, like, growing up with HBO 1, like, it was always, like, the network that, like, ratings were always, like, rated R. So, like, it wasn't the channel I went to, obviously, growing up. But the way they're pumping out stuff, the way Netflix is making stuff, now that, like, Disney and uh, NBC and Warner Brothers, they're going to have their platforms in Apple. Like, I just hope that we're in a, in a place right now where TV could just create keep creating these amazing amazing it's like why go to the theater yeah when you can watch you know on hbo three series that blow you away yeah like when i look at netflix right now and like like i always joke that like netflix is kind of like my office subscription every month right but like i got into breaking bad through netflix Mm -hmm. and that show is probably my favorite show of all time in terms of just storytelling beginning to end like that experience from season one to season five is is up there with some of the best movies I've ever seen, yeah. and surpasses a lot of it, right? Yeah. So you're you're 
totally right when you're saying like even the, the cast members like these like and and a list cast A-list members are going these, to TV right yeah they're going to TV yeah. TV is rebranding itself to being probably the next medium that people will enjoy for a very and then long actors time. will go to right because yeah. like tv before had that stigma right yes like, oh, he's oh, a tv like yeah. soap or sitcom yeah. yeah you know what i mean now it's like it's i different. think since sopranos which spoiler alert premiered in 1999 since then i think people like that was like one of the first big shows that like started really changing the game right mm-hmm. and then now we have even bigger shows reese witherspoon i feel like is on she has a deal with apple she has yeah. a deal with warner she has a deal with HBO, like she's yeah. kind of everywhere now. So this first se- season of Big Little Lies is directed by a, f- a Canadian director. His name is. Is it David E. Kelly? N- well, it's written by David E. Kelly, but um, the create the director for this season. Yeah, I can tell you just about. Oh, it's one on the tip of my tongue. Minute. Let's look at. Anthony says he's been watching. Jane Jean Marc Valley. Jean Marc Valley. Oh, is it Jean Marc Valley? Really? Yeah, he directed oh the first God. season. <laughs> Daniel's like, Bleh. is it real? That's crazy. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't realize it was him. And he's the guy who directed uh, Dallas Buyers Club yeah. and Wild, Wild, Wild. Yeah, with, again, with Reese, that, that movie that I talked about a long yeah. time ago. Crazy. And Reese crazy. Witherspoon does a really good job. Like she's great in it. Nicole Kidman's great. Everyone's great in this. Everyone's just coming. Show, up. Everyone's just like literally. They're all competing for that. I think in the Emmys this year, they're all in the same category. Yeah, yeah he directed Crazy. That's the film yeah. that I talked about. Yeah. yeah. Wow, I didn't realize it was him who uh, yeah. was directing the show. That's good stuff, man. How about you, Shay? What have you been watching? Uh, I really took... I'll see, the line, 90s is, is a big big time period for me. I love the 90s. Yeah, growing up, makes little, sense. I was a little kid, obviously. So I went back and I watched... I don't know why I'm doing oh, an accent. God. Uh, I went back and I watched a lot of films from 99 or around the 90s. So I watched American Pie. Yep. Which is one of my favorite films. I watched that once a year. Uh, I have analyzed, Did you eat pie? No, because the film doesn't make you want to eat pie. If yeah. you've seen it. Also, I don't pie? like pie. Yeah, Didn't you call me like a pie eater or something? Yeah, like I don't, actually, I only, I ate, I ate, actually, I ate yeah, pizza today, which is like a pie. That's, that's a pizza pie. That's yeah. Italian. It's for the, hey, the, yeah. the, the paisan himself over there. I'm helping out your economy here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I watched Analyze This. Yeah. Is that 99 as well? 99 <laughs> as well. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a great film. You <laughs> sent me a really funny clip. I did send you that. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, the Lion King, because I was like, anticipating, you know, watching yeah, Lion the movie? King next yep. week. Oh, I watched Lion King as well. I forgot. Go on. Yeah, I had one movie, but you guys fucking. What did you say? I didn't. Oh, get we're, to gonna, we're gonna circle well, back. We'll, we'll circle back. We'll circle okay? back. Did, did he hijack it again? I yeah. didn't hijack anything. Like, he always yeah, hijacks I, the uh, what we're watching part. I I did not. Yeah, because we talk about Big Little Lies, and he's like, "Oh, let me talk about." I don't even have it open. I, there was a pause, so I asked what you were watching. Yeah, oh, yeah I, was, hijacked. I was. You hijacked it. I was getting to yeah. yeah, but go ahead, Shay. No, no, you tell me because I'm sorry that Daniel decided. No, no, to no, no. Wow. no, no. Listen, man, you're the hostess. I'll go after you. Do your job. Go ahead, man. No, go ahead. No, no you're already on there. Well, you already done. I want to know what you're watching. Rocket Man. <laughs> oh, man. And what do you think of Rocket Man? I thought it was great. I thought it was really, really good. I thought it was really like probably best musical, uh, we'll say biopic of a musician I've ever watched. It was so good. Yeah, and Taron Egerton did a great job. Yeah, I think it's a blueprint for all, you know, musical biopics. Yeah. It's so good. I thought it would be more... Like, the trailer made it so magical. I thought it was going to be more magical than... Yeah. I yeah. thought it was going to be more magic than real. Like a lot or, more across the universe like Yes. Yeah. Um, but, man, it was so good. Uh, the only thing I didn't like is how it ended. What didn't you like about the ending? It just it ended abruptly. I, I thought they could tell more of Elton John. I still want... Like, I don't like movies where they end and then they show montage of pictures. 
Yeah. It just kind of like... I, I guess he's still alive, right? That it's kind of yeah. Like, but I wanted to see more of like Lion King and when he did Princess Diana. Oh, no, for like sure. Elton yeah, John. You wanted, thing. you wanted to see him because well, like, like, I guess he wasn't 80s, struggling right? at that point in his life. So right. why tell it? Like, there's no That's drama kind of thing, in that. right? Like, they're yeah. not gonna because at that point he cleaned up and yeah, it was right. all good. Um, but yeah, I thought it was well done. The CG was a little like. It's the it bothered me a bit. It's the Matthew Vaughn kind of oh, stylized yes. yeah, yeah, look yeah. to it, right? And it kind of reminded me of Bohemian Rhapsody. I feel like some of those scenes were almost kind of like, like for like shots, yeah, like the crowds and the stadiums and all yeah. that, yeah. But yeah, I thought um, if it's not nominated for Best Picture or if um, um, Taron Egerton, Taron Egerton is not nominated for uh, Best Actor, there's something wrong with Hollywood. Anthony's like has a gun. Yeah, stick to your man. Like, <laughs> my God, do you want me to remind you about it? No, no I think man. We, I think we need to make shirts bubble. that say "Stick to your panini press." Stick to your panini press. Yeah, we're gonna get that uh, on a on t-shirt. the back. Yeah, Drop that, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, I also watched Austin Powers, the first one. The first one was not in '99. The second one was, but I felt kind of weird watching the second film in a, in a series. Um, this week, I also went to go see Midsummer, which we have a review <laughs> up on Instagram and on YouTube. Uh, spoiler alert, loved it. Midsummer Is it like Midsommar. an Ikea? Midsummer. It is a couch from Ikea, yes. I was, I was actually at Ikea today. I, I was sat thinking on about it. it. Yeah. So we had, we had a write-in question, actually. About Midsummer. Midsummer from Hugo in Montreal. Oh. Uh, so he says, just saw Midsummer. Midsummer. <laughs> Here's what we've learned. Number one, never going to Sweden. Number two, don't make friends with the international students. Yep. And number three, don't take drugs from strangers... And at last, and last but not least, don't drink the punch. So I'm yeah. assuming that all makes sense to you. Oh yeah, like uh, the, the film, I I keep thinking about it, and it's just it stays with me so much that it's definitely going to be my top ten. Wouldn't be surprised if it makes my top five. Really, you think it's like it's yeah, solidified itself? It there, was right? just so good. I had such a good time with it, and it's just sticking. It's just stuck. It's just stuck in my head. Yeah. Um, it it made me so uncomfortable that I loved the experience this time. Whereas some movies make me uncomfortable, I kind of want to get out of them. Right. This movie was kind of like I want to know what happens next because everyone's performances are so good. Yeah. Uh, I saw the director um, Ari Aster. Ari Aster. He was doing an AMA on Reddit this week, and literally like the top comment on it was someone who was just like, "You okay?" <laughs> and he just responded, "No." Yeah. <laughs> he it, all his films deal with death so close to family as well that I'm wondering like if in his life that's what's happened to him because Maybe. that's what really every film starts with uh, also I've been on a lighter note I've started AP Bio season 2 nice how's what, that treating you what, so far what's, really AP, funny. what's AP Bio AP Bio is a show starring Glenn Howerton from and uh, Patrick pa- Patton Oswald. Patton Oswald, yeah, yeah. he's like a, a teacher he was like a Harvard he's, a Har- he's an ex-Harvard oh, professor okay. yeah, and he's he now a teacher, a teacher in high school yeah. Yeah. Cool. and it's just like a really funny comedy Let's jump in to our time machine and head on over to 1999. That was the time machine. That was a, you were a. I was the Echo. Yeah. And he was the time machine. There we go. Yeah. Echo and the time so machine. So let, let's, let's hop in, guys. Let's punch in their dials yeah. and let's put on our sunglasses and our brightly colored shirts and that he's wearing right now. <laughs> and buy our Y2K uh, merchandise. Protect, yeah. I, had, I had a hat that I bought in Delaware. Okay. okay. And on the front, it said, like, I think 2000, or it says the end of 1999. Yeah. And the back, it said, is coming. I wish I had the hat still somewhere. Yeah, that'd be cool. I would love to wear it and just think, you know, rock and roll, <laughs> like old nostalgia. 1999. What a, weird, what a weird and pivotal time for mm. society in all aspects. Bill Clinton was a president. You know, 
we had movies that were just changing the game. We had music that was changing the game. Yeah. It was the last year of the the 1900s. Like. Yep. Yeah. What What's some of your favorite memories from 1999, Anthony? Um. Because you were what 33, I think. Right. Anthony has an ancient stuff. I was I I was 14 in 99. Yes. Nice. I don't remember it much. Okay. It's all the drugs. <laughs> Wait a second. That's what, that, isn't that how? Isn't that how it goes? Like I can't remember it because of the drugs. That is no. how it goes. People um, do drugs. Yeah. Yeah. I was fourteen. Yeah. Um. All I remember, you know, Y two uh, K Y two K happening and Y two D two. You know that biggest worry, like you know things uh, are gonna happen. That the world was gonna end. The world was yeah. gonna end. Where were you guys? Were you guys at home? I was. Yeah, I was at home. Yeah, I was at home in, in our house. We were. Nothing having, happened. We were having our New Year celebration with the fam. Yeah, and I remember like like my older like my aunts and uncles who were younger obviously at the time like they went out to like a party and they came home and they decided to scare everybody in our family by like banging on the windows yeah and like we all thought the world was ending and of obviously course. i was a kid i was probably watching like rugrats or like barney or something at the time and that's what i remember from that night just being so scared how old were you i was six holy macaroni yeah i was six in 99 eight years old i was 14 yeah probably i probably was... yeah i was 14 wait no i was 13 you were 13 okay wait yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like you need to. So <laughs> I, I threw this question out on Instagram. Okay. And the amount of responses that I got that either say this is the big differentiator here, either Y2K or I was born. Those are the most popular responses. Do you know a lot of people that are born '99. Well, we we all do. I it's don't. all people that we all know mutually. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't. It's just I don't know anyone from 1999. Not that you know of. I don't think I know yeah. anyone. Yeah. Either, well, yeah. if. Do you name me them? I'm not friends people. with you them. <laughs> I, won't, I won't name drop them, but there's there's a good handful. Uh, but obviously the movies. Let's talk about the movies. Yes, on 99. So, so 99 uh, was a great year for film. Great year for film. Like, I have a like list. The memorable year, films that you'll that are timeless happened in 1999. But the year that changed movies. It really was a cultural significance for films. Yeah. I mean, we had The Matrix. What else can you say about that The Matrix? That changed special effects. That changed filmmaking. Mm-hmm. That made such an important deal. We also had Star Wars Episode One, Phantom Menace. That that movie I have such like nostalgia for. Yeah, I think yeah. The, the word nostalgia could kind of be a little tainted sometimes, right? Yeah. But I just remember going to so many stores and seeing the giant cardboard oh cutouts yeah. and the Pepsi cans with all the different characters yeah. oh on it. Oh my god, Pizza yeah. Hut, Pizza Hut, like, everywhere. It was, everywhere. It was like it was, it was like a phenomenon. Wonderland. It was. You Star know, Wars this is, Mania. Star Wars. This is, is the first movie <laughs> since the last one. Yeah, George since, Lucas. It's. You, Since eighty three, as a right? kid, you're like, oh my god! Yeah. Of all, like, and this, like, that's that's when you really say like the word phenomenon, like, yeah, that, that is, is that, a, yeah, that yeah. was that what that was, right? The commercials, like, people lining everywhere, up, everywhere, like, you five months dressed like, up, yeah, <laughs> five months, five to months watch. to go watch it, and then be disappointed right after they come be out disappointed. Of the but I mean, theater. like, people didn't. Do you guys remember when um, the Force Awakens came out? Yes, in twenty fifteen. And I remember there was that YouTube video going around of people from a new segment of people being filmed right after they watched Phantom Menace yep. and being like just mind blown of what they saw. And then like fast forward years later and people like seeing it as like one of the worst movies ever. Right. It's just, it's just, it's, it's crazy. Like how, like, because there was so much hype around it, people didn't see the flaws of it mm-hmm. at first. Right. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. us obviously who like, did you watch it in the theaters? Andy? Yes, I did. I, I think my uncle won tickets 
to a young in Eglinton Cineplex oh, or famous, Cineplex, yeah. uh, famous famous players, players. probably at the time. Yeah. Uh, he won tickets, and we were able to go watch it like the first week. Do you remember your thoughts of it when you first saw? No, it? No, like, I'm a kid. Like this was great. Whatever I was seeing was dope. Yeah. You know, you were just like blown away. With I wasn't seeing, like right? critiquing it. I wasn't uh, well as stupid. Or <laughs> it was just it felt to me like a Star Wars film. Like it was just to. Star Wars. And growing up, the now one I loved Star Wars a lot, right? Oh yeah, he yeah. loved Star Wars, like Star Wars fanatic. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to me, it was a dope movie. But growing up, once you watch it and you actually realize what's happening, or right. plot, you know, holes and all that. Um, the Midichlorians. It was, it was a trade a, federation. It was such a great <laughs> Watto. It was summer. Annie. When did it come out? Summer. Sorry, oh, September. September Septem- was it? September it came out. I think it was February or September. I thought it was May, wasn't May. it? February. I feel. I think it was a May release. I think it came out in a uh, March, I believe. I think March. Yeah. I think. It I think came it was out May. It came out in May because I remember wearing shorts. <laughs> Hold on a second. Yeah, May nineteenth, nineteen ninety nine. Um. Yeah. It was shorts in February. It was. It was just a magical time. It to was be alive. It, it was a very very crazy time. I remember no, it I, was. I saw downtown as well as a kid i went with my mom and uh, a friend of ours and his son and they were like oh we're gonna treat you guys out like this just came out today and we're gonna be so excited i'm like oh i can't wait and i remember the lineup for the theater was outside this is obviously back before there's such a thing as reserved seating right so we had to get there so early i just remember being so bored out of my mind and so upset that we had to be there that early <laughs> for a film do you remember the first movie you bought reserved seats for uh no no do you no no uh you so, do because Dark Knight Rises, and and I only say that because you're talking. We're talking about 1999, and Rises came out in 2012. Okay. So we still had such a long period of time yeah. to go before we got to. Which where is we are now. It, 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 not to like sound weird, but like there's there's a theater um in uh, uh, Richmond Hill, I think, or I can't remember where it is now. Um, but it was where my family used to go watch Bollywood films. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those are all reserved seatings. So to be honest with you, since I was a kid, all the Bollywood films I saw were in reserved seats. That's cool. And then when I was like, oh, I gotta go watch a Hollywood film, I'm like, oh, I gotta wait in line. Like, yeah, it just, this is weird. It was weird. It was like, yeah. I was like, how was this ahead of this? Yeah. Like, it blew my mind. Um, mm. Speaking of theaters, though, in 1999, that was the first year I saw a movie. Tw- that was the first time I ever saw a movie twice in theaters. Oh wow! So I saw Tarzan twice. I remember watching it the first time and being like. That was so good, mm-hmm. and then my family went back again because, like, we went to the movies, but like the movies are like expensive, right? Especially yes. like a family of four to go to the movies, like that adds up, right? Yeah. So the fact that we went like the next weekend to go watch it again, and Tarzan, like Phil Collins, like that soundtrack is amazing. I yeah. think that's yeah. one of the last like great Disney, Disney. soundtracks, yeah. right? Yeah. And the end of the that era of like their animated of their animated film, right? One yeah. of the last films that came out for them. This was also the year where we got. Really, the the first, or I guess the the best viral and marketing campaigns for a film, we got the Blair Witch Project. Oh right, yeah, yeah. nineteen ninety nine, the Blair Witch Project really like set this tone because it was also in the age of the internet where you didn't really you couldn't really look up. If this yeah, was real and, or and not. the internet wasn't something everybody had. Like no. it was the like the really elite, the really been. elite, or like the very like nerdy and technologically yeah. like inclined had internet access. Yeah, so that was this was the time where forums roomed the internet. And I yeah. remember this movie was like it it connected with me because I thought it was real. Ah, right, like I thought it was, I thought it was so I still real. Think it's I'm like, real. <laughs> hey, wait, like is this not, real? Not this real? is not real. Is this real? It's not real. It was so well, like it was shot so well in that sense that it was like this, you know, and marketed so well too. Yeah, marketed so well, but it was it was just crazy that that was 
found everywhere on the news. Blair Witch, Blair Witch, Blair yeah. Witch, Blair Witch. Is it real? Is it not? People are fainting. People are like scared out of their minds. It's it's so funny Did to you- see where we are right now because like Blair Witch obviously isn't as big as a name as it was, but like it inspired the Paranormal Activity series. It just got announced that a game is coming out of Blair Witch, which oh, it, they, really? it was at E3 at the Xbox stage. They announced a Blair Witch game, yeah, and like. I, I feel like even stuff like Blair Witch kind of set the stage for what came later with, like, YouTube and stuff like that. Because, like, you see so many things inspired by Blair Witch, like, created now. And, like, it, it's it's cool to see, like, this is kind of where it started to really start happening, right? Where we'd see people start, like, like believe, is this true? Is this yeah. a hoax? Is this not? Like, yeah. those were, like, where things started to, like, that come together for. Right? documentary kind of yeah. horror marketing it's and really all that cool. jazz. Yeah. It's really, really cool. We also got... This is a big breakthrough film for this director. We got The Sixth Sense. Yeah. M. Night Shyamalan. And I remember, I never watched The Sixth Sense as a kid because I was too scared. Because yeah. I kept saying, it is too scary. You will not be able to sleep at night. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like It was scary. Like, as a child, if you were watching it, it is scary. I would assume yeah. it is. When yeah. I grew up watching it, it... it um, it didn't scare me as much except for that Misha Barton scene. Yes, yeah, yeah. But other than that, like, I was pretty fine. Because it's, it's, like, unnerving, right? Like, especially yeah. as a kid, like, the weirdest thing scary as a kid. Like, I oh, think yeah. we spoke last week about how, like, the Lion King, like, the doom yeah. when the title come in. They used to scare the hell out of me growing up. I yeah. had to mute it. Like, even it scared me. Yeah, watching, like, rewatching it, it scares me in the sense that it, like, when you see... Um, uh, Bruce Willis and he's talking and he's thinking he's having these conversations yeah. and he realized he's not even he's dead and he doesn't even know that scares yeah. a li- there's a little Th- bit of fear that's what, because that's it's like you, this guy right? doesn't even know he's dead and he's talking to these people that think they're communicating it's it has this eeriness to it yeah yeah and, and that freaks me out of it that's scary yeah 100 yeah. yeah. uh do you guys ever see the movie end of days no so this is with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember watching this movie in a hotel room. Like we rented it on a hotel in, in a hotel, and not a movie for kids. I don't know why my parents rented it. <laughs> They're like, oh, Schwarzenegger, and probably paid like a hundred dollars to rent it that <laughs> night. But yeah, it just it just it used to scare me so much because it was basically like Arnold Schwarzenegger was like, like fighting like this like Satan. Basically, did, right? Did that come out in? That was in 1999. Yeah, Because yeah. yeah. so if it, was, it wasn't, I was gonna yell at you. You're like, Dana, what are you doing? No, no, no. Yeah. It was. It, that's why I brought it up because like, I love that movie. It was. It's a great movie, but it used to scare the hell out of me, especially yeah. in the ending. I'm like, damn. It, like, remember the quote in that movie from the? So, so there's a scene in the movie where it's like, you know, when he, he's like, he's talking to a priest, Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger. He's like, I keep seeing the number six six six, and the priest says to him, well, you know. When you dream, a lot of things are backwards. It's actually nine 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 nineteen ninety nine. Oh, <laughs> that's not the quote I was that, thinking. Of. That is, <laughs> that's not the quote that I ever wanted. And to the, but it's uh, it's a good movie though. So yeah, it it's, it's, love, it's a good watch. It. Yeah, Shay doesn't like it. Yeah, no, it's it's an, it's like. But yeah, as a kid watching that, I'm like, this is this is scary. Yeah, this is spooky. It sounds pretty. Silly. You know what? Shay? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get the six 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 into the nine nine nine, turn yeah. the six upside yeah. down. It's yeah, a nine what? now. Give me you the know? next shirt. Give me the next shirt right now. The panini press. Your next shirt's all good. If you don't get the six six six, is on the front, and then yeah. and the nine 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 on the back. Yeah, but but it's that's it's the not nineteen ninety nine. Turn the six upside down. It's a nine now. One hundred percent. This is also the year we got Kubrick's last film. Uh, eyes wide shut. Eyes wide shut. Yeah. So Man. just days before he died, he submitted his final cut to I think it was Warner Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. And yes. uh, yeah, that's it. He never really got to see his film come out. 
crazy. Yeah. Very, very shocking. Yeah, and moment. it's a very shocking movie. Yes, it's a very weird film. Yeah, it's he's a weird a, film. And the thing with Kubrick as well, too, is that he's not a director that I, I think general audiences like would say he's their favorite filmmaker, mm-hmm. but he's like a filmmaker's filmmaker. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when you ask like so many directors who their favorite director is, they'll say Kubrick. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. it's just how. In film like, school, he is. Yeah, how film school. And just how like he like wrote the book for a lot he's of He's the stuff, theory right? of film, really. Theory of film, that yeah. is him, right? Yeah. Um, Fight Club came Fight out Club. this year as well too. Fincher, Fincher. It's still a film that's referenced a lot nowadays. A lot of anarchists. Yeah, you know, like okay, I wasn't gonna say anarchist. Antichrist. Yeah, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, yeah, it was just a film that you know, it's it's not my favorite Fincher film, right? But it's such a it's such a referenced film. Today. It's still it's like, it's like one of those films that like gets out of film culture and becomes pop culture. Yeah, yeah. right. Like uh, First Rule of Fight Club. You always Don't, talk about Fight Club. You always, yeah, talk, always about talk about it. That's, that's, yeah. You guys have seen this movie a lot, I could tell. American Pie and South Park were some of the biggest R-rated comedies that came out that year as well. So what's your... Because you said you watch American Pie, and, I, and I've, always yeah. loved, I've always known you to love American Pie. Yeah. Why why, why, why do you have such a connection let with Let me it? be honest here. I don't know if my mom listens to the podcast. I'm not too sure. But so we had um, like, we had like illegal pay-per-view like back in the day, right? Hold so, on. Police, if they're listening to, I have no idea <laughs> that this was happening. But yeah, I mean, like we were that we had we had legal paper review. I remember this at this big brown box, and it had like every single movie for free. Yeah, no commercials, no commercials. I think we had the same one. Yeah, and oh, damn, you're in, wait, wait, did I just incriminate <laughs> myself? <laughs> um, and I remember hearing about American Pie in school, and they were like, "Oh, it has like boobs and stuff in it." And I was like, <laughs> "No way, man! Boobs, boobs." <laughs> I like boobs. Uh, and so I, yeah, like it was on TV, on the pay-per-view, right when it came out in, on home release. And I just remember being like, this is so cool. Like, yeah. I felt like the coolest you, you felt You felt like you were getting away with something oh, watching it, and eh? like, 100%. And again, like my family didn't know what the hell was going on. So anytime like something was happening, yeah, like yeah. luckily they weren't there. And I would go to school and be like, and I'd be referencing the film yeah. and like cracking lines from it, not knowing what any of this means. No, like, of course not. Like, hey guys, MILF, right? And they'd yeah. be like, what? What does that mean? Like yeah. it just. Get, I love milk. What's up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, put a milk on that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it was just. A, it was a funny, funny time, and it, it just it stuck with me. And it reminded me so much of my youth that I watched it every year, uh, at least once. And like till today, I still watch the whole series. Oh, yeah. minus reunion, once a year. Oh wow! How many American pies are there now? Six. Well, three of like the turn American... that six backwards. So what is it? Well, nine. <laughs> three from the original trilogy, then they made a fourth one, but then they yeah. have and all they these had spin-offs, spin-offs, right? Like yeah, National American Pie presents, yeah, like Beta House or Naked yeah. Mile or whatever. Those weren't for you. No, those are awful. Yeah, awful movies. Um, <laughs> and and when we speak about South Park, the bigger, longer, uncut, whatever it was called, um, that was one of, that film. I think received the most amount of obscenities. In 80 minutes, I think it was like 899 or like <laughs> something like that. Like it was crazy how how much that and like these films also they made like two to three hundred million dollars the box office. Which now, for 1999, it's it, unreal. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Miriam wrote in and she said that 1999 was the year that she got her DVD player. So that Ooh. you're an early adopter, nineteen ninety nine to be a DVD player. I didn't get it until like probably like two thousand. I, I think two thousand two thousand one. One year later. When did, when did the when did the perfect storm Two years come out? Because ninety nine would have been crazy, but two thousand is fine. Yeah, yeah. 
When did you get yours? Uh, you, I don't you're, remember. You're 1999. Probably still, you're probably still on the old. Uh, <laughs> it was on the projector. DLP yeah. projector train over here. Now RCA, I remember. D- RCA, it was a dude, DVD. RCA was our old TV as well too. Like when I were, got it, it, was like what? We crazy had a DVD player is sick dude when i saw a dvd for the first time i was like this there's nothing to be anything better than this (laughs) um you weren't here for our toy story celebration episode toy story 2 came out in 1999 first pixar sequel take it away anthony what do you want me to say? <laughs> yeah, what do you want me to say? Take there? it away, man. Just, what it do you love out. about Toy Story? That's, just, that's his least okay, favorite you, one, though. That's my least favorite one. Is it really? Yeah. I don't need you to say anything more, then. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, I'm like, why are you giving him Toy Story 2? That's his least favorite <laughs> oh one. Oh, my God. Take it away, Anthony. I went to go watch it in theaters, <laughs> but, <laughs> like, yeah, compared to all the other Toy Stories, I liked, uh, I didn't, I think <laughs> you, that's the weakest. <laughs> you're like, I can't wait for three in No, but no one years. really remembers Toy Story 2. Whoa. Yeah, just turning the lights Thank on God. for all there. Yeah. Come um, on, what happened? What yeah. happened at the end of Toy Story 2? Did we talk about this? The prospector, he the, gets he gets in the backpack with the Barbie, and yeah. he goes to Japan or wherever that girl's going. Brazil, I think? I'm not too sure. Yeah. And well, then yeah, they, they all go See, home, totally and then Andy plays with them, yeah. Did you did you hear about the, uh, they took out the scene with the prospector? Yeah, they did, yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So yeah. I, they should have kept it. I, I noticed that, that uh, like, I'm, like, when I watched it on home release, I was just like, ooh, like, obviously, because we're we're seeing what's happening in Hollywood and everything right now. So obviously that sticks out, mm. but it's also like by changing it, like, do you guys know, like at the beginning of Looney Tunes when like they have re-releases, they have a statement that says, Hey, like these are, we're presenting these, how they were originally shown because to change them would be to act like they didn't happen. Right. Mm. And what what's worse, pretending like it didn't happen, right? Or trying to edit your own history. Yeah. So there, I think there's there's a debate for both sides here. Now, obviously, Disney's in a place where Toy Story is still being made, and it's Toy Story like one, two, three, four. I think for kids, like it doesn't really matter as much for them in terms of like it's they're all relevant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So Toy Story is still a relevant brand, where Looney Tunes are a little bit different now. But, but doesn't it kind of like kind of piss you off that they they changed it? Yeah, I mean, it's like I, it's that's not how the movie was made, right? But I even then, like, it's it's one of those things where it's like, again, it's tied because obviously John yes. Lasseter, this stuff what happened with him, who yeah. was the head of Pixar and directed that. I just think that if a kid sees that, maybe, and and says something to it, maybe that's an opportunity for parents as well too to be like, hey, you know what, this is not how you act either, right? Yeah. You know? I mean, let's, yeah. That's, it's, yeah, you guys got really dark there. I had to tune out for a No, bit. It's, it's not that. It's just, it's just <laughs> 1999. 99, also, am I right? This was a great time for a lot of franchises. I mean, obviously, we had American Pie starting. We had Phantom Menace, which is the Star Wars trilogy starting. Yep. Yep. We also started to get uh, The Mummy. I was about to say The yeah, Mummy. Mummy started the a mummy. franchise. One of my favorites, man. Mummy Love 1 and it. 2. Especially, the first one is my favorite, yeah. but... But I also love uh, Mummy Returns as well. Yeah, yeah. Minus yeah. the Rock as CG uh, Scorpion. It's, Take it or leave it. It's definitely a, a part of its time. Uh, Pokemon Fever was happening too. 100%. Before I do that, what, what were you going to say? No, I was going to say 1999, one of my favorite movies growing up, Deep Blue Sea. Oh, great film. Don't know why I loved it so much. I don't know Made why me scared the hell out of sh- be scared the hell out of sharks, but yeah. great movie. Sam yeah. Jackson. It did what Jaws did to most people for you, though. 100%, yeah. Biggest yeah. flop of 1999, The Wild Wild West. Oh, wow, wow, wow. I saw that in theaters, actually. And I saw it in a theater nearby my house. It was also Famous Players or yeah. Silver City, I think. 
And I remember just loving it, obviously, as a kid, because I'm like, oh, my God, giant mechanical spider. And then, like, as I was growing up, I realized I never watched it that much, and I kept singing the Wild Wild West song. <laughs> I've never I've never seen it beginning to end. I saw it in oh, a really? drive-in. I fell asleep, oh. and I only know it from the song alone. And I've never I've never actually been like, let me watch and I watched it a Wild lot. Wild West beginning why. to end. Don't know why I watched it a lot. Like, I yeah. watched it on pay-per-view a lot, too. Uh, but yeah, back to Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon Fever was happening. Pokemon the movie came out. Every birthday party I went to in that time frame was Pokemon the movie themed, and it was great. I had the soundtrack. I had the VHS. I had the Pokemon cards. It was hot. It was happening. Did you have the Pokemon card from uh, Burger King, which it was gold? Yep. Dude, it was I did. Big, yes. big I, had a, I had a Charizard. I got um. What's the one that Misty carried around? Star you? No, no, uh, no. The one, I have no a Swirly egg. dude. Oh, um. Uh, Chansey? I don't know. I'm blanking on the name. So I got it, and you guys got that the big Pokemon, the Pokemon yep, ball, Chansey. With it, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. And so, it was a tw- twelve. Like, it's a gold plated card. Yeah, right? the gold plated card it was super heavy card. Yeah, and you got the Pokemon ball. And not to go dark here again, but oh, I remember God. there was a commercial that came out afterwards because apparently some kid died via this Pokemon ball, and that commercial used to scare the hell out of me too growing up, and I'll always associate that. <laughs> With that commercial, <laughs> that there was a recall on it, and that scared the hell out of me growing up too. So what happened? Like how? Like, I don't know. Oh, did he eat the ball? Togepi. Togepi. That's it. Togepi. So like there was a some incident that happened with this Pokemon ball. You can look it up on Google if you want. I'm going um, to. Pokemon ball Burger King. Yeah, like there was some incident that happened, and then there was a recall on. I could just the Pokemon see your ball. face. Like as a child, I'm like, just there was my dude. I'm so happy I have my Pokemon ball. It was nice. It was like metallic and everything. Yeah, yeah. it was such a cool thing. And then this commercial comes on TV, and it's like just a white screen with the Pokemon ball on it. And it's like Burger King would like to issue a recall. For I was just like, oh my god, what is this? Get this away from me! Like I'm not just, seeing anything about that. Yeah. I, I typed in Pokemon ball Burger King kid died. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we recall. Go. Yeah. Okay. This is Burger Burger King Pokemon Container Recall. In, on December 11, 1999, a 13-month-old girl named in Sonora, California, suffocated on the container and was found dead in her... What podcast is then again? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. This uh, is 1999. This is 99, folks. Anything was happening oh, here. Oh, I, I feel These, bad for Oh, but this wasn't the one with the gold cards, though. Oh. And what what yeah, was it? This was like when they had little tiny p- toys inside of them. Oh, weird. Yeah, yeah so, but I remember Yeah, I remember with the ball and the card, though. Yeah, I, I still had, have it I somewhere. Had, I had the ball and the card, and I had Charizard. Do you remember what card you had, I think? I had, like, the swirly dude with the, like, the, looks oh, like a... Oh, Poliwhirl? Poliwhirl, yeah. I still have it. Yeah. Do you really? Nice. Yeah, I still have Is it. Is it right beside your uh, DLP projector TV? No. Okay. <laughs> How dare you ask him that? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Take it away, Anthony. No, I can't. <laughs> Stick it in your pretty press, Shay. <laughs> All right, I will. And what about you? Uh, what <laughs> Togepi? That's it. I just Togepi, and then I saw that commercial. I'm like, I'm never going to this establishment again. And um, then you did. Long thing, but <laughs> sorry. Even though it's a different. I know. But I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. Yeah. I asked this question on online, and I said, <laughs> "What hey, a weird way to say yeah, it." But because I'm on from the World Wide Web, I'm from yeah. 1999. Okay. I, that, we're in a time machine. We've gone back in time. Have you guys not realized this yet? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but I asked this question on the interwebs about what was your favorite film from that year? And uh, we had Victor, or V. Oliveira, responded by saying The Green Mile, Fight Club, yep. Sixth Sense, and Disney's Tarzan, all similar films. Uh, Same one. Really. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, Sammy wrote in saying The Matrix. Uh, friend of the show, Julius wrote in saying The Mummy. Yep. Great film. Moki, shout out to Moki as well. Yeah, shout out to Moki, been... who also loves he, he The He writes mummy. in about The Mummy every week, I think. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. 
Moki you had and the Mummy? Moki and like... the Mummy. Moki and the Mummy was the film that I think was... <laughs> that was a direct TV sequel. <laughs> remember, remember that show, Mummy's Alive? Yeah. yeah. That was actually based on Moki's real life. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Josh, producer for the show, uh, he uh, wrote Oh, in, music producer, yeah. Well, music producer for the show, yeah. Looking at a list of releases, and it's Austin Powers. So, Spy Who Shagged yeah. Me was his favorite film <laughs> yep. from that time. And Rachel wrote in saying, 10 things I hate about you. Don't know if she's talking about the movie or she's just writing a list about No, no, me. no. Incoming list coming. Yeah. So, I'll be waiting for um, that. 10 things I hate about you. Heath Ledger, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, Julia Stiles. Julia Stiles is the name I was for mm-hmm. What a great movie. Yeah. Honestly, that that's one of those movies that I remember watching a lot in high school as well, too. Mm-hmm. It's just, I had a friend who was their favorite movie and we just used to watch it. And that scene with Heath Ledger uh, singing... Uh, I love you, baby. Like, just going crazy with the marching mm. band and stuff. Just what an iconic movie scene. Mm-hmm. So, so good. Yeah. Uh, she's All That. This is yeah, another... Yeah, She's All That. Yeah, with yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. Kiss me. Yeah. yeah. And when she... Uh, Rachel... Rachel Lee Cook? I don't know. Yeah, Rachel Lee Cook. Yeah. She comes... She's like that nerdy, like, yeah. I don't... But then she gets walks all dolled up and she walks down the stairs. Yeah. It's like, damn. <laughs> you ain't cracking eggs today. No. Is that a line from the film? No, because she played the... Like, remember that... Uh, PSA where she cracked eggs. She's like, "This is your brain on drugs." She oh, oh, okay. Wow, you went. That was a deep cut. Yeah, that was a deep cut. That was, that was a, a deep. deep cut. That's another shirt right there. You yeah. ain't cracking eggs today. Um, Bavaro. Yeah, we. Bavaro. we, we <laughs> <laughs> cook, can't cook no eggs. Uh, uh, we like we obviously earlier I mentioned the Sopranos premiered in 1999 as well too. I mean, you look at Friends as well. Mm-hmm. Friends in 1999 was all fifth season, I think, right? all the rage, right? Yeah. Like they were just like Friends they were was getting I, like 20 million views a episode. Yeah, they were. That was like the peak TV for yeah. Friends, and I think those are like season like four or five and six of Friends are probably like even like three, four, five are like probably my favorites yeah. of this year. So kind of all around that time period. Yeah. More uh, sad news around that time was the biggest. Um, tragedy that occurred I think was the Columbine tragedy yeah. that happened mm-hmm. in uh, mm-hmm. and that was a big shift also for film because there was a lot of blaming movies blaming video right. games and right. just not the fact of gun rights yeah which right. is crazy and and that's <laughs> I think when we look back to that as well too that obviously we are, we're hearing the argument still to this day about video games are to blame or movies are to blame but at that like I think there's a lot more people have, have sense now that realize mm-hmm. that's not it but yep. like when we're looking at 1999, that is like when peak fear of everything was happening, right? Yeah. Yep. You know, we spoke about Y2K. What did you guys think Y2K was like growing up? Something to do with the date. That's yeah. what I remember. Yeah, date. I remember the date and then computers. All the computers were, were computers didn't understand 2000. Yeah. And then it's it was so gonna, silly when you think about it. It looked like mind calendar 2012 kind yeah. of thing, you know? Yeah, did you much. just code it to understand 2000? Did people code in 1999? <laughs> Didn't these things disappear? Yeah, it's just, it's just so funny when you think about like the fear. Have we had a, a Y2K movie? Like, have we had like a good? I'm pretty sure we haven't had a good one, but we probably had like Y2K films like Swordfish. Yeah, Swordfish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What year did Swordfish come out? Was it 2001? Okay, it wasn't 99. No. Yeah, it was early 2000s. Uh, also, the same year that George W. Bush announced that he was going to run for president. Wow. Yeah. Honestly, 1999 is just. That was that was the end of so many things, but the beginning of just so much. And it so really, it, it we got into the two thousands where we started to see now films like I think the Matrix was that film of that year that changed how films are going to be made later on down the road. One hundred percent, dude. And like, w- that's the one that really did it. When you when you see the effects in that movie, and obviously not all the effects hold up, but like when I was mm-hmm. wa- I was wa- testing it on my new OLED TV, and like just seeing how stunning that movie looks, mm-hmm. and this is a a twenty year old film at this point, like. It's just that's a game changer, and I think that this again another we have to go back to this episode and find out all these topics that we're going to f- do in the future. But 
movies that are game changers, that's easily one yeah, of them. Yeah. You know? I remember watching it at um I believe it was Colossus. At a square one? No. Mm. Colossus. Was oh, Colossus in Vaughn, right? yeah. In Vaughn. With a giant spaceship. I watched it with my mom, and we both looked at each other after watching the movie. It's like, what? What, what do we do now? That whoa. was, yeah, yeah. Whoa. It was like a Keanu Reeves, like, whoa, whoa. Like this was. Let's rewatch this again. It was so good. You didn't expect it. the trailer didn't show much. No, no. Um, and like that, the opening sequence to the you know bullet scene in the buildings and the kung fu and the lobby shoot that sequence. It was and just then like on was just unreal. It was crazy. Yeah, it was such. It was such what a. Time. That kind of that introduced me to film. Like that's yeah. where I went. Like, yeah, I want to make. Th- these that's things. where the light switch turned on yeah. for you. Eh? Yeah. I got you. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, what a crazy. what a great year. Let's hop back into our time machines. Let's go back to 2019. Oh, we We spent a great time in 1999, and I and I, I loved it. I enjoyed it. I love talking about the 90s. I hope one day we get to go back and talk about the 90s as a whole. Yeah, like I thought you were going to say go back for real. I'm like shade. No, no. we can't do that. <laughs> we can't do that. But let's go and let's go back to 90 to 99 and talk about this because there's a lot of films so much from that time. There's so much to dive into a lot um but yeah as always you can catch an episode of the movie podcast every monday on every streaming platform that you can possibly think of uh i think so at least right yeah we're, we're everywhere also if you we're didn't behind know, you we're <laughs> look look yeah. out uh if you didn't know if you look at the show notes we have all the time codes there for everything we talk about obviously if you made it to the end of this episode you've probably listened to it all but if you want to go back in in the future or in previous episodes and see specific topics, you have the time codes there for everything. So yep. go yeah. back and listen to something if you don't want to hear us talk about other stuff. Time codes yep. are on YouTube as well. You can catch the episode on YouTube also. Yep. Uh, that was this time with the movie podcast. And we'll see you next. <laughs>